Welcome to the Baron's Hideout Podcast. I'm your host, Dustin. And I'm your co-host, Aaron. I do have to say that it has been a while since I feel like we've done one of these, because last week I was on vacation, so we did a pre-recording session uh, midweek before I left, and mm-hmm. I think we recorded one on the Saturday, right? Or we did yeah. a live stream? Was it live streamed or was it that pre-recorded as well? I forget. I think we pre-recorded. So, um, um, yeah, it's been but... super crazy, like, I want to say like a week and a half, and it, it feels really good to see your face, Aaron, and I do miss oh, you. Oh, I know. You too. <laughs> so pretty. And uh, <laughs> unfortunately, today is going to also... Oh my god. Bleah! As I'm burping Liquid and being gross over here. <laughs> um, this is also going to be a pre-recorded event because... Uh, Aaron is about to go on his vacation <laughs> as well, so these next uh, couple of weeks are going to be a lot of pre-recorded sessions, and um, I apologize for everybody who looks forward to all the live ones. They will be back, I promise, because when we come back, we're going to have a really, really cool special guest, a friend of mine who is a drum streamer on Twitch, and his name is Scorpion BLS, and he is awesome. Um, should we say what movies we're going to be doing, or do you want to wait to announce that? Um, I think we'll let them know. I okay. think it'd be nice. <laughs> you want to let them know now? Yeah. Okay, All so right. um, his idea, because we kind of left it up to him because he's obviously the guest. Um, he wants to do kind of a comparison of the original, I think it's 1978, I think is when it came out, uh, the Texas Chainsaw Massacre, and then the remake that was 2008, I think. I'm really I think so. um, iffy on... The, the dates. dates of those, but um, those are what we're going to be doing when uh, we come back. I believe that would be uh, July 17th, so that's in a couple of weeks, which is going to be absolutely awesome. And um, also today, the movie that we are going to be covering, which is a movie Aaron, I know, has not seen. I've seen this movie a couple of times, um, and that is Taurus Trap. Uh, and um, Aaron, just as a brief... Uh, review of this before we jump into the actual review how did you feel about this movie just uh um, briefly i mean i just got i got some weird vibes from it um i mean it started off as a typical like horror movie but then it just got strange <laughs> um yeah. but it was fun though and the music the score was was interesting yeah the score is actually very like um minimalistic it's like comical though when you do hear it <laughs> yeah especially when we jump into it which we will definitely be talking about when we start but um one fun fact this is actually one of stephen king's favorite movies and um i can kind of see why because it kind of aligns with stuff that he does um, yeah. you know with real life things mm-hmm. and um, always trying to prey on the the everyday um object or person or whatever it may be that's you know here in this actual world and not something supernatural even though he does have supernatural things but they're all based in uh real life yeah and you know what kind of got me too is the fact that this is rated pg yeah this is before the um the rating system was uh really in effect this is like the beginning of when they were starting to um you know go really ham on a lot of ratings yeah. Because I think even the original Texas Chainsaw Massacre, I think, wasn't rated R. I think that came later. I think they had to re-rate it. But I'm not 100% sure. Which I think we'll probably jump into that 
when we do that episode. Yeah. All right, do you mind? <laughs> Aaron's cats. <laughs> um. So before we jump into anything, let's do a little bit of um, social talk and uh, where you guys can find us. And um, the main place that I try to be active as much as possible, especially lately, it's kind of flipped. It used to be Twitter, but now it's been Instagram. And that is the, uh, let me double check because I think I changed the name. And I don't want to give you guys the wrong handle. Oh, it's just the Barons Hideout underscore podcast. So I made it the full thing. So I've been trying to be on there as much as possible. And that's where also Aaron is. So Aaron, if you want to tell them where they can find you on Instagram. You can find me on Instagram at A-R-O-B-H-O. Or as <laughs> I like to say, A-R-O-B-H-O. Yeah. Um, the B-H-O is for Barons Hideout, of course. Um, uh, yeah, I've been trying to be more active on there. Um I we're trying to get a liquid death sponsorship. Um so that would be been... that's that would be <laughs> awesome if they if they sponsor us, I think I'd probably die. I mean we did sell our souls <laughs> Liquid Death. I'm Liquid Death. Yes, please go check out that TikTok. And also if you want to find us on TikTok, it's just the BHO underscore podcast. And um I put a, a pretty uh banging uh TikTok over there. I'm not a huge <laughs> fan of the platform, but it's kind of a necessity. Uh, these days, especially if you're trying to, you know, grow as reach new demographics. Yeah. Like as a public figure, or if you guys are a company, it's something you guys just, you got to do. Unfortunately, it took me a long time to, uh, sign up on an account over there. I still haven't put it on my phone. <laughs> yeah. It's okay. I, I understand. Um, maybe eventually once you get yeah. some ideas or whatever. Uh, but another place you can find us that I try to be active on as well is twitter which is the bho underscore podcast as well uh usually whatever i post on instagram i try to throw over there as well and also sometimes i put some other things over on uh twitter so i try to keep things fresh on every platform uh you can also find us on twitch where we usually do our live streams which are usually every saturday at 9 p.m eastern time it's just the barons hideout underscore uh, podcast as well and uh another thing that we have that aaron is wearing right now is we have custom shirts and a bunch of other stuff we added on a teespring store which is also just the barons hideout underscore podcast you guys can find us on teespring we have a bunch of new items i need to actually get samples of uh i made some mugs we have wall flags a couple of other shirt designs that i threw up over there uh there's like a couple other things. I think we have a pillow, and oh, yeah. I think that's it as of right now. But we might be changing from a Teespring store to something else because uh, I want to get some baseball uh, tees because I really like those. And oh, unfortunately, yeah. Teespring doesn't have those. Um, another Someday. another place where you guys can support us, the best way to support us, is on our Patreon, which is just the Barons Hideout underscore podcast. Um, we have been trying to put a lot more stuff over there uh, especially over the last couple weeks since we haven't really been around i took last week off pretty much off of socials completely just because i wanted to kind of relax a little bit and... yeah and um, now i'm kind of back full force it took me a little bit to get some promos out for the last i think two episodes just because i was on vacation but um everything is out right now and it's going to be full force and um it's going to be great because i have a lot of cool ideas and 
we have some really exciting stuff coming later this year that we are not going to talk about. Right. Um, is there anything else I'm missing, Aaron? Um, I don't think so. Um, you want to mention Anchor? Yeah, Anchor, which is also a sponsor, which you guys will definitely hear at the beginning of our um, episodes. But yeah, they are a really cool uh, um, podcast starter and distributor. They will help you pretty much do anything. And um, we you'll hear us talk about that at the beginning of all of our uh, episodes. So I won't go into too much detail so you guys aren't hearing that twice. <laughs> um, and I think that's about it. Other than uh, Liquid Death, make sure you guys are going to get some Liquid Death. Oh, yeah. They are... The That's best great water company. company. <laughs> I'm liquid death. I'm liquid death. Uh, please go support. watch that TikTok. You guys will you will not regret it. It's on the Instagram. <laughs> it's on TikTok. It's on. It, it's everywhere, guys. Um, but I think that's about all I have to talk about. Is there anything you want to uh, talk about before we jump into this movie, Aaron? Um, I don't think so. I think I'm ready to hop on in. All right, and now we're gonna start the discussion of. Taurus Trap. Taurus Trap. Every year, hundreds of young people travel the country and disappear. God help those who get caught in the tourist trap. <laughs> tourist Trap, where beautiful young people looking for excitement are tricked. suspense that makes this the nightmare that never ends. Something crazy is going on at the tourist trap. have the lovely Aaron start us off. Oh, all right. So, tourist trap. Um, we start off, we got a couple of maybe like college aides, aged kids, um, something like they're in their 20s. They're kind of young. Yeah, pretty um, young. But this is the sev- like late 70s, um, early 80s, right? It was a 79? Yes, yeah, it's a 79. So, yeah, it's right yeah. around the cusp of that, yeah. Um, but yeah, so we got Eileen, who is played by Robin Sherwood. Um, I'm honestly not too familiar with the uh, actresses and actors, but I will mention them anyways. Um, then you got our boyfriend, Woody, 
um, who was portrayed by Keith McDermott. Um, and they're driving through a desert, um, and they happen to get a flat tire conveniently. Um, excuse me, uh, I just realized I said, um, <laughs> uh, so, uh, Woody. You do have and, that shirt. <laughs> I know, yep. <laughs> so, uh, Woody goes on ahead to try and find a gas station, um, or find some help, and the girls, uh, Becky, Jerry, and Molly, they're actually in a separate car. They're traveling behind them. Um, and they reach up, they reach Eileen who's waiting in the car and they go ahead and try and find Woody who, like I mentioned, went to the gas station, um, which rolling he has found. Like, What's roll, that? He's like rolling his tire to oh, poor yeah. dude. And like the super <laughs> that heat hot too. desert. Yeah. Fuck that. Um, I don't do well with heat. So, <laughs> um, either but... way. Yeah, so he's found a gas station, and it appears to have been been deserted and empty, and um, so he goes on in. He's ringing a bell for service. He's calling out for service. Nobody answers him, so he decides to just wander into the back room. Um, but and then the door decides to just whoosh, slam shut on him. Uh, he's trapped in this back room. Um and at least he he looks at a window the windows start closing um yeah. everything so he's trapped um and then uh we start to see uh Anakin's come out of nowhere um so we're already off to an intense start yeah this um, is like i think i brought it down it's about i think it's like 5 minutes in or something like that 10 minutes maybe uh about 8 minutes Oh, eight minutes? Okay. Yeah, all this happens within, like, the first eight minutes of the film. But, yeah, so they start appearing up, which is terrifying in its own. Never mind the stuff, like, um, the windows shutting themselves and the doors, but then he also has stuff flying out of a cabinet. Um, and so, like I said, we're already off to a rough start for this guy. Oh, man. Yeah, I feel bad for cab- <laughs> Yeah, uh, so there's mannequins all surrounding him. There's stuff flying out of a cabinet, like glass bottles and just whatever is in there. And uh, eventually, a metal pipe just comes through and just stabs him in the back. Um, yeah, I think is that the pipe he was using to break open the door too? I think, I think so. he. I think that's what it was. It might have been. Poor but, man. Right, and what got me too was. Um, the sound it makes when it after he's like fucking impaled by it it's just like the blood coming through the pipe yeah i even wrote down that i think that effect is great everything within the Uh first eight minutes of this film is really good um it's it's kind of like a low budget film but it feels like a high budget film because how the effects Mm -hmm. are and how everything feels so alive and how many people they were probably using to get all these things to feel alive but it's closing all the windows with all the mannequins yeah you know, right. moving about and things breaking and shattering it's it's crazy dude it's great mm-hmm. and this is a very dark movie too like the lighting mm-hmm. like um from what i've seen you know but like very great yeah which it is it's the late 70s so yeah. technology is still fairly uh new i guess what yeah you would say in the in the color realm anyway mm-hmm 
anyways, excuse me, uh, a little bit later, we cut over back to Eileen and Becky and the rest of the gang. And uh, they happen to come across a ghost town, like an old abandoned town um, called Slazen's Lost Oasis. Um, so, what a name, which, dude. Slauson? Yeah, right. Slauson. I've never heard that name before. <laughs> oh. Um, yeah. Kind of weird. Slauson. Slauson. Um, Slauson. <laughs> <laughs> but anyways, so uh, this Lost Oasis is the uh, tourist trap in question, or used to be a tourist trap. Um, well, still kind of is. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You'll learn. Um, but... So they decide, oh, Woody's got to be there. So as they're driving through town, um, their truck also mysteriously decides to just break down. Um, and Jerry tries to fix it. And the girls are like, ah, we ain't hanging around. We ain't waiting for this guy to, you know, fix the truck. We're just going to wander off. And mm-hmm. they decide to go skinny dipping um, in a lot in the Oasis. Um, so, and they're, they have a conversation like, oh, we don't need bikinis or we we don't, who needs bathing suits? And, (laughs) um, so that's on them. Um, but so as they're swimming around and they already look uncomfortable, like if you're uncomfortable with the situation, why are you doing it? You know? Exactly. Um, but yeah, so we got a strange man with a cowboy hat, um, Probably middle age or so. Um, comes I would, in I would and, definitely say he's definitely like middle age. Yeah. Um, so he comes up. He's got gun in hand, his cowboy hat. He introduced himself as one and only Mr. Slauson or Slauson. Slauson, yep. Slauson, um, who is portrayed by Chuck Connors, um, which actually I um, found out a little bit about him he actually used to be like a a professional athlete and he played for like the celtics and stuff like that um that's true so so he was yeah he's probably the uh the biggest name in this uh yeah in this movie um aaron i can take it away for a little bit okay yeah so um yeah he he rolls up and he's pretty much talking to the girls and saying um he, he used to rent out uh the the waterfall or the oasis for 75 cents can you imagine that paying 70? for just paying that much money to stay in there for a full day compared to nowadays or probably be like 15 bucks yeah right so um that that's a pretty good deal i would say but back then i can understand why it was probably a lot of money mm-hmm. um but he also would uh, you know he had the museum which he will he brings the group there later but he's pretty much talking about that like well you know people don't really come over anymore because they built this highway so people kind of just go right by it so he's been out of business and and he says in quotes everyone is in such a damn hurry these days which (laughs) I think is very relatable to even now everybody is in such a rush to just everybody lives such fast paced lifestyles now yeah, like when you're driving, how many times does somebody like cut you yeah, off actually, to go and just have to slow down when they get in front of you because other people are stopping? Like yeah. they're in such a rush to just go somewhere to not go anywhere. You know what I mean? 
Yeah, exactly. And like nowadays, I feel like people don't like you see something, um, and which understandable. You see, like you know, different like attractions on the side of the road. People will just drive by them. I yeah. feel like the people that's not as common of a thing to do now is to like you know, say you're on a road trip or something like that, and yep. stop at roadside attractions and stuff like that. But yeah, which I actually yeah. was doing on my vacation. We stopped at a lot of cool like little spots and stuff because we were. Um, up in New Hampshire, so there was a lot of cool little shops and weird things. They had, they have an all year round Christmas store and Halloween store, dude. That we stopped oh, at. Really? And I was like, and it's open all year round, and they were awesome. That's cool. So I'm like, wow, New Hampshire is where it's at right now, man. Um, right. <laughs> so that that was really fun, and it's kind of relatable to this because I was thinking about that trip while I was watching, like rewatching this movie. I was like, wow, you know, like. There were a lot of places like this where I was, so this could have happened. You know what I mean? <laughs> Imagine. So, yeah, he's uh, talking to the girls, and they're like, well, you better get out of that water because it's going to be what, – what, what the hell did they say was in the water? Was it leeches or something like that? I think so. Like, yeah. If you guys stay in here at night, you're going to get eaten alive by these uh, these water creatures, and, and the girls are like, uh, okay. So he, like, walks away, and they're kind of telling – him also like their car's broken down so they make their way back to the car and get Jerry or did Jerry come down to the water it's one of those but um either way Mrs. Slauson's like oh I'll bring you guys up to the museum so we can um uh go get some parts and try to figure out what's wrong with your car yeah so he he goes back um after he goes to the museum with the girls he kind of explains what it was and no one really goes here anymore and that he had a brother who made these um, uh, mannequins that you see, and they're kind of like reminiscent of the ones we saw when Woody was killed. So uh, he says that yeah, his brother used to be here, but he kind of moved away because he's with the the bigger leagues making more stuff for yeah. wax museums and stuff like that. So he's like, you know, in the big leagues yeah. now. And the girls were also asking him, like, hey, there's a house over there. Who Who lives in there? And he's like, Davy. And they're like, Davy Hugh, and he's like, you know, kind of being an asshole, and he says Crockett. He's like, oh my god, man. So Davy Crockett lives next door, quote, unquote. Who's um, Davy Crockett? Yeah. <laughs> so uh, uh, I think uh, one of the girls asks to use a phone, and he's like, yeah, sure, you can use a phone. And that, this is when he's about to leave with Jerry to go back to the car. Yep. So uh, they're like, yeah, you can use the phone, and they go to do it, but he's like, they don't work. And then they're like, oh, okay. And they're like, well, can we go outside? And he's like, I mean, you can, but there's coyotes, so I would suggest that you stay in here. So I think, does he bring the shotgun right now? Or does he just go with Jerry and that's fine? I don't. I think he just goes with Jerry to the Jeep. Yeah. He, and so, then she goes to the house. Yeah, that's right. So um, the, the, the two boys go, and now it's just the three girls. It's uh, Becky, Molly, and Eileen. And they're all kind of talking about the house. And Eileen is very like, I'm going to go to Davy's house to see if there's a phone there. If the phones don't work in the museum, why would you think they're going to work they're in the house work across next the street. to the museum? Yeah. Um, <laughs> I, I've always loved horror movie logic. It's, oh, I know. it's the best when you're just like, you're a fucking idiot. <laughs> uh, I call bullshit on that. Yeah, right. So she's like, well, I'm going to go over there. And the other girl's like, well, we're going to stay here because he said not to go out there because it's coyotes and stuff, and I don't want to die. Um, so she's like, well, whatever, fine, I'll, I'll go by myself. So I think she takes a flashlight with her, and she heads over to the house. 
and she starts to hear these two people talking inside of the house, which from being outside and hearing these voices as clear as they are, it must be pretty um, loud. Yeah, and, or like super like paper thin walls or walls, something. Yeah. Um. So she's like, okay, well, I'm gonna go in there. And then she walks into like this living room area where there's um another mannequin sitting on the couch. That's like an old man, and then um another one in a rocking chair. Old woman, but the chair is rocking. So it's like, was somebody in here, or is the mannequin alive? What what's going on? But she doesn't really catch on to that. She kind of just yeah know, waves it away, and then um she hears a uh, Woody's name, I believe, and she goes into this room where there's a shit ton more mannequins, like a lot. And she's mm -hmm. even just like looking around, like what the hell is this? And you see some of the dolls' eyes like moving. Yep. I was like, okay, so these must be alive. But um, during this part, Aaron, what what are you thinking? Like, are you would you be creeped out, or would you continue? To I'd be terrified. Go <laughs> go in there to find your your friend Woody. Um, uh, at that, I don't know. I guess it depends. Uh, as bad as it sounds, I guess it depends on like how close I was with Woody. You know, but if it was yeah. you, I would you know I'd go looking for you. Well, thank you. Um, I would. I would... <laughs> I would like to say I'd go looking for you, but I, I would but, probably just say, you know what, you're fucked. I'm, I'm going away. Honestly, Bye, dude. Though, I'm sorry. Yeah, but um, like, I don't know. I guess it depends. Unless you're in that situation, it's one of those things you don't really don't know what you do. But like, I'd like to think I would try and put on a brave face and yeah. But I'd especially be if you're hearing me say your name and it's my voice. Yeah. Then, right. Yeah, that's another thing that's like really creepy, um, especially in this movie because it happens a lot. You hear mm -hmm. the person calling the the person who's looking for them. They say their name, and it's it's them, but you don't yep. see them anywhere. That's the creepiest thing. Mm -hmm. um, so Eileen, you no, know, she's just like whatever. She's not really freaked out, but I want to say that she's kind of freaked out. But then she starts like taking things off the mannequins, and she puts like an uh, an ascot on her, like a red ascot. And she's like looking in the mirror, and she's like, oh, I look really good. And she's like fixing up her hair, and then we see this masked person uh, i don't know what we want to call him i guess this would be quote unquote davy um that's yeah. kind of like what i've been kind of you know uh, referring to him in my notes anyway he's davy yeah so he he walks in and he shatters the glass um telepathically that's is that the right one because there's two different telepathy so. and what's the other one um, is there another one? Yeah, or... telepathy is... So, oh, no, telekinesis. Telekinesis, that's what it is. I always forget. Telepathy is when you can talk to somebody. That's telekinesis right. Telekinesis is when you can do things. So I wrote it down wrong here. So, yeah, he uses, like, um, telekinesis. So this guy is... He's a mutant. He's from the X-Men. <laughs> <laughs> so he he shatters, like, the, the mirror that she's looking at. She's freaking out. He's also getting, like, the other puppets to... Well, I call them puppets because that's kind of how they act, but they are mannequins mm -hmm. uh, to kind of, like, move around and, like, do things. And he's, like, breaking out the glass on the wall and making the puppets move. And I think one of the windows shatters. Yep. And she has the ascot around her. And he just strangles her with it. So he's, like, using his mind to strangle her, which I think is a kind of cool effect, especially mm -hmm. back then to pull all that stuff off. That's That's pretty I ballsy, know. you know. Uh, oh, then yeah. we don't really see much else after that because we cut back to the remaining girls, who is Becky and Molly, and they're looking through uh, a photo album 
the and I think it's Molly who's looking through it and Becky's like, Oh wow, you're such like a, a snoop. You're always looking at things and you really shouldn't and she's like, Well it's on the coffee table, so they're going through it and they find um Mr. Slauson and his wife and then they find this other mannequin who is in like this pretty um cool like indent in a wall. Oh, uh, like, it's like almost like a it. Yeah, almost like a shrine. Yeah, like a little bit of a shrine. So it's like white lights, and it likes to turn on and off. So they go over there, and they're looking at it. They're like, wow, this looks kind of like his wife. And um, they're like like feeling what the mannequin feels like, and like, wow, this feels like flesh. And it's like already right there, you, you know something is fucked. I would I would have dipped. Yeah, I would have been like... Keep the truck, I'll walk. And they're like trying to like, you know make sense of it or trying to understand like oh this must be made out of some like different fabric from somewhere else that's like really unique or whatever yeah. so it's like no no no, no if it feels no. like flesh it's flesh <laughs> yeah, <laughs> no, right. i don't think there's any fabric in the world that feels like flesh unless i'm um i'm dumb and there actually is something <laughs> out there it could be who knows <laughs> so yeah they're like they're talking about the mannequin and mr slauson comes in um I think he scares the girls a little bit, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And they're like, oh, because I think they move away from it. And um, they're like, well, where, where's Jerry? And he's like, oh, he took the truck back to town to go get some parts for the car because we couldn't figure out what was wrong with it. And they're like, oh, oh, oh okay. And then they go back to the mannequin. And he kind of explains that he made this to kind of you know, keep her as a memory here because he loved her so much and that um, she passed away due to cancer. So it's like, well, that's that's hard. Cancer is, you know, such a bitch. Mm -hmm. and fuck cancer. Every yeah. any kind of cancer. There's no good kind of cancer. No. <laughs> um, but yeah. And then, um, Aaron, if you want to take it away a little bit from there, I think it's when um Eileen goes to Davy's house, I believe. Oh, okay. All right. Yeah, so I believe Eileen so. Or Becky. Uh, Eileen, I think. Okay. Oh, wait, no, Becky, Becky. Because Eileen went first. Yeah, that's right. Um, so, yeah, so after that whole exchange, um, <clears throat> when, uh, Becky is told that Eileen had left, um, she go also goes into the house, um, but this time, she doesn't even, like, walk into the front. She climbs in through a window. Like, yeah, she's, she's like, breaking in. So unnecessary. Like the other girl walked in the front door. I'm pretty sure, right? Yeah, she just walked right yeah, in so. there. But anyways, so she wanders on over to the house, um, looking for Eileen, and she finds her. Only she's not exactly the way she knows her as. Um, mm -mm. She is been turned into a mannequin. Um, <laughs> so dun, that's dun, dun. that's petrifying. <laughs> um, so, he, uh, was, sorry, um, yeah, he returns, um, I assume, uh, what's his name, Slauson, and tells, um, <clears throat> Molly and Becky, you didn't find Eileen, that he'll continue to look for her, and, um, the other girls decide to leave and search for her as well. Yep. Um, she finds the mannequin that looks like Eileen. She's yep. attacked by the deranged killer, Davy. Davy. Crockett. Davy. 
<laughs> um, yeah, so, and that mask is pretty fucking scary, too. It's, like, latex or, like, plaster or something, but... Yeah, I'm not sure. Kind of reminds me use. of Phantom of the Opera yeah. a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, but, so, <clears throat> uh, sorry, one sec, lost my place. Um, there we go. Uh, she's attacked by him, and as well as an army of mannequins. Yeah. Um, and this scene is... Like, imagine just being, like, overpowered just by, like, all these mannequins and, like, you can't do shit about it. Like, and, like, the point that, like, first-person view of, like, her on the ground, too, with all the mannequins, like, surrounding her. It's pretty intense. It's just like, damn, man, where are all these mannequins coming from? (laughs) Yeah, they just keep popping up and then start smothering her and eventually, um, she just, uh, yeah, um. Sorry, I lost my place again. It's okay. um, she, uh, she gets captured and goes down to the basement. That's right, yeah. Um, she wakes up in the basement along with Jerry. Yep. Um, and Jerry. Molly, too, I believe. Oh, yeah. Right? Is um, it Molly? No, no, it's some random no. girl. Yeah. It's a random girl that we don't know a name of. Yeah, so, so another it's... prisoner. Um, but Jerry tells her that um, the killer is Slauson's brother. Um, but yeah, this like you said, there's also another young woman there named Tina. Oh, really? um, I didn't even catch the name. Yeah, I just have it up on IMDb right oh, okay, now, so I, I get all that information. Yeah, there you go. He's our fact <laughs> um, dude. But yeah, so and she's strapped to a table. Um, so, and then <clears throat> uh, she's killed by Davy or supposedly Davy. Mm-hmm. buy some plaster so he just starts taking some nasty ass slop which again plaster it looks it's like dough s- yeah I wonder, that's probably what like they pizza use. dough that sat out in warm weather where it gets all like warm and like liquidy almost yeah. <laughs> <Gross>. <laughs> um but so he starts just like smothering it all over her face and um he was like oh don't worry you won't suffocate um so she doesn't die from suffocating. Her heart basically just fucking gives in because she's so petrified. Yeah, and, and the heartbeat too gets so intense. Like it yep. starts so subtle, and, and then that's you just, all you hear. And then you just silence, and you just know she's gone right there. Um, died of fright. Yeah. Right, imagine. Just oh, I couldn't fuck that shit. How would um, she, I don't one thing I don't understand how would she not suffocate when she can't breathe? Maybe it's just like I don't know. I'm trying to think like maybe he left it just enough so she wouldn't, but still, so she still dies from like basically having a heart attack or like from fear. I guess possibly, yeah. But maybe that's something they um didn't really think of, you know? Hot hole, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> um. So. <clears throat> Anyways, uh, she suffocates or suffocates, dies. Jerry gets free and attacks the killer, but he ends up getting overpowered. Pretty and, bad, too. Yeah. He gets tied back up. He's back right back where he starts. Um, and uh, Davy knocks over a key to his restraints. Mm-hmm. But then Jerry notices that while well, Davy doesn't or supposedly doesn't notice um, he goes to reach for it, and um, the key is just swiped away by thin air telekinesis. Um, yeah. So he's like, "Shit, that's my only way out." Um, but 
anyway, uh, so that at that point it's confirmed he's got to have telekinesis, you know, like. <laughs> um, we don't really go and, into depth about it either. I don't think. No, that's the what, that's the weird part. Is like this guy just randomly has telekinesis. And yeah, there's like, no like a big no backstory to it. it. Yeah, I would have liked to have something, but yeah, right. I guess the the unknown is scarier. Yeah, that's true. Um, uh, but Molly, who's still outside looking for everyone, um, she's uh, pursued by the masked man, um, and uh, she ends up coming across Slauson, who drives her to the museum, and he gives her a gun. He's like, "Here, protect yourself." Uh, it's not safe out here. Yep. Um, while he runs inside, and um, immediately after, Davy comes up, and he's coming at her. She shoots him, um, and shoots him again. He's just laughing at her, making fun of her, and she realizes the gun was loaded with blanks. Yeah, and it's such a setup, too, because even before, she's like, I don't know how to use a gun. He's like, girl shoot and pull the trigger and the rest will do you know do do the job so she's doing what she was told because she's never done it before and then Davy is just like haha that gun was loaded with blanks and she's like (laughs) fuck so like already right now and I think this is when we get the um, get the reveal right the big reveal yep Um, and so Davy pulls his terrifying fucking mask off and who is it but Slauson. Dun, dun, Fucking Slauson. I knew that guy was up to no good. It's just <laughs> like, I, even like the first time of me viewing this, they were trying very hard, and I do appreciate what they were trying to do, is like build up this really cool backstory and, you know, try to keep it like a big mystery, but you kind of already know that it's yeah. this guy, at least I did. did well, you once think you've seen it was him enough... the whole time, Aaron? Yeah. Honestly, yeah. Because once you've seen so many movies like this, you just kind of know. Yeah, um, I mean, I feel like. Imagine if it wasn't though. Imagine. Oh, if it that would be a, a great plot twist. twist though. Because they get you thinking it is, and then yeah. Mm-hmm. But I do, I do appreciate because this is like one of the first like. I'm yeah. not gonna say the first who done it things, but this is kind of like what sparked a lot of like the ones, especially in the '80s. Mm-hmm. Um. So I, I really do hold this pretty highly for credit on that end. So I think yeah. they did a very good job of keeping it a big mystery. Um, I'll take it away for a little bit, Aaron. Okay. So, uh... uh I lost uh, my he just now. revealed himself. Yeah, he revealed himself. Um, and then I think we jump back to Jerry. Back to the house. Yeah. So they find, um, let me just, uh, oh yeah, I, you know what, I'm looking way too back on my notes, that's why. (laughs) Um, Um, they're escaping from the basement. Actually, let me just make sure, um, no, what happens, I think Molly starts running away and she eventually gets, uh, drowned, well, Drowned by Mr. Slauson, and then that's kind of that's like right. the end that we see of that. And then we jump back down to the cellar, and they find well, Becky finds this blade that she says that she likes, um, kicks over to Jerry. Dude, this guy is tied in chains. 
It's not a rope before that he's in chains. And it's not gonna do shit. And he's trying to saw away the chains with his dull ass blade or <laughs> even like a file. I don't know what it is. Yeah. Um he's gonna so be the, there for a while, guy. <laughs> yeah, so he's uh he's trying to do that and then we jump back to um Molly. No, Slauson's trying to feed the I think the Eileen character now, who is the uh, the puppet. Mm-hmm. Um trying to feed her soup and crackers and trying to talk talk to the the mannequin and it's not responding until he puts on the mask and then mm-hmm. it starts talking back to him and stuff so it's just like what the fuck is going on and then um the head falls off oh yeah and then they he makes his way over to a room where molly is essentially tied down to this bed her arms are free and her legs are free but just like her torso is tied so she can't move yeah so and, she's um, still trapped yeah, so he wheels in the Eileen character as well and starts talking, like, hey, I have a friend for you, and here it is, and Molly's like, you're insane. He's just like, yeah, well, whatever. <laughs> so that's kind of like a um, a quick little gr- glimpse of how insane this guy really is, because he says, all these mannequins around you are your friends, and if you take care of me, I'm going to take care of you. So it's just like, what the fuck? This guy has been... He's a whack job. He's He's crazy. And taking the lack of business well. <laughs> yeah, I know. It's like ever since like all his, his visitors left, he just went completely insane. Um, <laughs> then we jump back down to the cellar, and what happens? Jerry magically is able to cut the chains off with this dull ass blade. <laughs> I don't know how. How? I really don't. So he he escapes. Then he goes and frees up Becky, and they go upstairs. And I like this scene a lot. Because uh, there's a shit ton of mannequins in the hallway, and Slauson has the mask back on because obviously Becky and Jerry don't know that it's Thanks. Mr. Slauson, only Molly and, and the the viewer who's us. So yeah. he has to continue to play the part. And uh, he's in, in this the living room that we saw before with the, I guess, the old couple, the lady in the wheelchair and on the couch. And he's, yeah. like, he's here playing with dolls, acting like a little two-year-old. And... um. As they're coming up the stairs, he hears them because they run by, but then they, they disguise themselves as mannequins within the mannequins. Oh, there's yeah. a shit ton of them. I love this scene. It builds suspension, I think, pretty well. I think this yep. is probably the most suspenseful part of the movie because uh, it kind of goes on for a good while. I want to say like two or three minutes. Yeah. And he's just looking around. I don't know how he doesn't see them. You think he would like recognize if there's a yeah, new right. one there? Uh, I've never seen that mannequin before. Yeah, <laughs> I don't so... remember making this. <laughs> so he he doesn't know uh, discover them. He ro- goes back into the room, and then Jerry tells Becky, "Okay, come on, come on, come on." And I think they split at some point to find different exits because we only focus on Jerry. Yeah. And he's trying to open up a door, a window, and he finds another window. And this, I was laughing my ass off at this part because he finds this window, and then. Davey, well, now that we know, Mr. Slauson opens up these um, sliding doors to the area that he was in and finds Jerry, and Jerry just jumps out the window. He's like, fuck this, I'm out. So yeah, right. he, he literally just jumps out. He's like, I'm done. And then he um, he lands on the um, the porch or the deck of the house and jumps over and starts running into the woods. And um, uh, Slauson comes out and, you know, he, he's like, you're never going to get away from me, kid. 
and then Becky goes out the w the window, the same way he jumped out of, and runs the opposite direction. But of course, he doesn't go after Jerry. He runs after Becky, and um, he runs after her a little bit. Then they get lost, and then uh, Becky runs into the real. Well, I don't know if I would say the real Slauson. I think the other one's the real Slauson. You know, it's the same person. Just mm -hmm. in my mind, I'm saying that the Davy character is actual like, like a persona. Yeah. yeah, he's like, "Oh, oh, you're so hurt. Um, what's, I'm gonna bring you back here." So he brings her into this room. He's like, "I'm gonna go get my doctrine kit." And it's just <laughs> like, "Oh, who the fuck says doctrine kit? I'm gonna doctrine you right up." And it's like, "What the hell?" <laughs> and um, so he he goes to sit down, and uh, Becky gets up. And then it goes into this little other area of this room where I think we saw these mannequins before, which is like the ones from, I guess it's the Civil War with the, and there's like a uh, Native American there and two, mm -hmm. um, two um, soldiers and they have guns and they start shooting at her and like Slauson's just sitting there and you know, laughing it up and she's like dodging the bullets because she's trying to figure out a way out and then this Native American starts throwing axes at her <laughs> and then she thinks it's done, and I think she makes her way to a phone or something, and then gets a knife right in the back of her head, and now she's dead. Um, so pretty much everybody's dead now besides Jerry and Molly. We think um, Jerry has gone away um, because we haven't, we don't see him for yeah, a little bit. Yeah, we haven't seen him for a little while, yeah. And then we jump back to Molly, where we see this other mannequin who starts to who looks like a mannequin and then it turns into a real person and like mm -hmm. i think gives um wipes her head because she's like sweating like really bad yeah and then she fades back into a mannequin which i thought that effect is really cool because the, the way the lighting is really like makes yep. that effect work oh yeah um, and then slauson comes back and brings molly to this room where we pretty much now know that the mannequin that looked like his wife is his wife because i think he even says that um i don't know if it's at this point but a little bit more i'll just say it anyway that slauson killed his brother and wife and his wife yeah um but that we're set up in this like almost ceremony room yeah. but we don't know what's really going on because he like lays her down and his wife's there, and then she gets, she tries to crawl away because he's sitting in a chair, and like the door's locked, but he's pretending to sleep or something, and she starts mm -hmm. to slowly crawl away. I don't know what really happened to Molly, but like she can't use her legs, or maybe she's paralyzed from something, because yeah. she was like drowned. So who knows what really happened? Mm -hmm. um, so she's like crawling away to the door, and then like all the mannequins start looking at her because Slauson's awake, but she doesn't realize that yet. Um, and then they start dancing, and he starts, like, laughing. It's, like, the weirdest <laughs> – this part, I think, is the weirdest of the whole movie because they don't really explain what's going on. You think that he's going – what I was thinking was that he was trying to do some sort of spiritual something to put Molly's soul into his wife, which I think would have been really cool. Yeah. Because the way that she's set up there, and he's sitting there, and, like, she's already super weak, like, breaking her down mentally or whatever. Yep. Like, I think this would be a really... If they were going to remake this movie, that's what they should do. 
they yeah, should... add like a more supernatural like type like yeah to it because yeah. they don't really explain his um telekinesis at all it's kind of just like, up in the air for you to decide but mm-hmm. i think that would have been really cool if they were like okay this part right here is gonna get really dark and crazy he's gonna do some sort of like spell or something to transfer her mind and soul into the mannequin of his wife and then it will actually come back and like he they can finally be together even though he's like really attached to molly right now yeah um, but i think that would have been really fucking cool some kind of like ritual yeah yeah and um aaron if you want to close out the ending of this movie unless you want me to continue it's completely up to you but i think uh yeah i can take over go right ahead i, I love the ending in this movie you know it's a little <laughs> weird Alright, so, um, uh, this was right after they started dancing, um, mm-hmm. yeah, so he's dancing with her, and, um, uh, Jerry comes back to rescue Molly, but he, unknowingly, has been turned into a mannequin as well, um, and, It's just like, what? Yeah, but we don't know that until... Slauson comes up and just takes his arm off so casually, like it's nothing. <laughs> Dude, I was laughing, especially the first time I watched this. I was confused, but I was laughing my ass off because, like, the effects are really good for this yeah. part. But it's also just like, how was he a mannequin? Yeah. Like, I mean, I've been I, turning into a mannequin so fast. <laughs> I mean, I know he was with um, Slauson for a while because they, like, they took the car, so he must have done something. But he's mm. the only one that looks. Like a person compared to yeah. all the other mannequins, you know. So it's, That's it, it like another plot hole right there. Yeah, but so, anyways, he's a mannequin. His arm is removed, um, and Slauson continues to dance with the mannequin figure of his wife, and mm-hmm. she sees that the wife um, has become like animated as a real person, uh, and she's fucking traumatized. Yeah, um, I would be too. Yeah. Um, she finds a hatchet and she sneaks up behind Slauson and just slams the thing into his neck. Um, and as he turns around, um, he just like starts dying so slowly. He's just yeah. like that classic, like dramatic. Like, ah. Oh no, I'm dead. <laughs> oh, I'm dying. Oh man. Oh no, <laughs> yeah. you, you hurt me. Ah. <laughs> um, but so with him being dead, the telekinesis you know influence over the mannequins also goes away and all the mannequins just stop moving um and then we cut to molly um oh that's it yeah molly um, driving the jeep or the truck down the highway in broad daylight with all of her friends as mannequins just and you can and she's just like fucking insane like yeah. she's just like she has this like manic like look on her face and like but like this anyone movie. would be fucked up after that shit and this movie is is it's a really good movie yeah. but it's weird as fuck it is um yeah, it was a got, short movie too yeah i was like what an hour and a half yeah yeah um, i think we just like a free a freeze frame on her face and then we go straight to credits yep um but overall, Aaron, you know this movie is wacky as shit and it's short. What did you think of it? Now that we went through the whole thing and that we, you kind of like refreshed your mind. 
Yeah, um, I enjoyed it. It was fun. Um, like the, aside from those few plot holes we talked about, you know, mm-hmm. I'd like a little more background on the telekinesis, and you know, it was kind of vague throughout the movie. It's yeah. just like you know, but other than that, though, I mean, it wasn't a bad movie. No, uh, I thought the effects were great. Yeah, me too. Um, one question I want to ask you. Is do you think now that Slauson is dead and he had this kind of connection with Molly, do you think now that maybe she took over the telekinesis? Do you think it's something that could have been transferred, mm-hmm. or do you think now that he's dead, it yeah, that, just that shit can't that happen whole... again? I don't know. I think it would be a pretty cool idea for a sequel of where, like, if say you know, like you said, they got like tra- her, his powers got transferred to her or something like mm-hmm. that, and she like took over like the museum or something. But that might be milking it a little bit. But I think it would be – I think it, that's a cool concept, though, you know? Yeah. Because um, that's what I was thinking. I was like, she has her friends. I mean, the mannequins. You well, know? Even a, yeah. Even so a movie. Like, I think it would be cool if she had that power and can make them come back to life. I mean, they would be under her influence. Yeah. But at least they won't be in this mannequin state. They could actually move around like Jerry was doing and you yeah. know, go off and do things instead of just standing there because that's as creepy mm-hmm. as fuck. Um, like, but, what, do you, what are you going to do with your mannequin friends? Are you going to just hold them up in a room? Just hang out with them, yeah. Uh, I don't know. Are you going to dance with them like Slauson? Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> um, but yeah, but, I, I really do enjoy this movie. I can see why Stephen King would like this movie a lot. Yeah, it's I, pretty wacky. But it's super wacky. It's so Stephen yeah. King, you know. Oh yeah. Um, I think the acting that is very good. Obviously, Slauson he steals the show. He does oh, yeah. uh, such a great job with the voices and the way that he um portrays like power and everything mm-hmm. is really good. I just wish that they had a little bit of a backstory to his powers and maybe make him an X Men. Um, yeah, you know, <laughs> I would love that to right? see him in like the comics. That's, Taurus Trap. Um, what, would, what would his name be? This Davy? <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah Davy. Hmm. I don't know. Because was it in the X-Men that also had telekinesis? A lot of them. Yeah, that's what I thought. <laughs> like, all, I think... Um, I know the ones that had, like, telepathy was uh, Professor X, Jean yep. Grey. Um, there's a lot of them. Yeah. But just imagine he like went to she went to go or he saw someone went to go join the X Men or something like that. Yeah, the, the X Men go like, visit this tourist trap area and they find this <laughs> dude and like, hey, come with us and we'll teach you how to use your powers. All right. It's like, oh, what's your a... badass superhero name gonna be? Davy. Davy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that would be uh, that would be really cool. Um. Uh, so for rating, before we jump into some of the Rotten Tomatoes, if you want to pull those up, Aaron. Yeah. My rating for this movie, I enjoy this movie a shit ton. Yes, there's a few plot holes, but it's a good movie. I'm going to give this a 9 out of 10. Yeah. Butt splatters. Yep. Just because of the, it's a pretty original idea, and for the time it came out of, the way the effects are done, the way the writing is done, I yeah. wish the twists were a little bit better, but 9 out of 10. Okay. Yeah. Um... I really enjoyed it too. Again, like for the same reasons, I'm gonna knock a little bit off, but um, I'm gonna give it eight point five out of ten blood splatters. Awesome. 
Um, yeah, um, I think it, it it's definitely holds up for a movie that could be watched yeah. multiple times. You know, especially considering it's from that like the beginning that era of like horror movies, like yeah, the eighties. You know, well, we this... had what Texas Chainsaw Massacre, then we had Halloween, and then we have this for slashers. I mean, obviously, it was a t- a ton more before yeah. even like in between all this, but this is a pretty good slasher. Um, I know yeah. some people probably consider this as a psychological thriller or horror, but it is a slasher. It is a body count. Yeah. Um, Six, it, I think it was. Yes, it was like the, the whole group besides Molly. So I think there was like seven of them. So yeah. Yeah. Including but, the random girl. Yep. And Slauson. Yeah, and Slauson. Yep. Um, but I do have the Rotten Tomatoes page up. Okay. You want to take a whack at what you think the tomato meter is. Uh, this would be the critic score. Critic score? Oof. I'm probably going to give it like a 68. 68? Yeah. Well, on the tomato meter, it got 40%. Whoa! They did not like this one. No. Um, <laughs> and that's only between five reviews, though. So. Five reviews? Oh, come on, yeah. people. Right? Um, and then the audience score. I'm going to keep it at 68. Yeah. 47%. Wow. No one With 2,500 reviews. 2,500 reviews? Yeah. Wow. I guess we're the only ones that, like, kind of really enjoyed this movie, huh? Yeah, I guess so. Wow, man. that That's kind of a bummer. I, I thought this movie was great. I liked it. I think those people need to go rewatch this. Maybe they watch some kind of weird bootleg version that looked like ass. <laughs> yeah, somebody <laughs> said, a limp 70s horror entry from Mannequin Meister David Schmoller, the Puppet Master series. Yeah, yeah, I was going to say, he also went off and made one of my favorite um, theories I have right here. If I can grab it. <laughs> um, Puppet Master. So he went off Ooh. and made this one in the late 80s. I think it was 89 is when it... um. The first one came up, but there's a lot of them. And um, Aaron, this is definitely... I'm going to let you actually borrow this. I haven't even opened this up yet. I got this from Full Moon Studios because um, like, I'm subscribed to them. And if you were subscribed for, I think it was like six months, they gave you the full box set of um, 12 Puppet Master Blu-rays. So if you want to watch Puppet Master and you want to watch really cool stop motion um, and wacky stories, but really cool, like people that are introduced... And I actually have um, the Blade Mask right here is from Puppet Master. So he's like one of like the, uh, the the bigger ones. But yeah, he went off and made a really good series. So if you ever want to borrow this, Aaron, just let me know. Will do. I've been meaning to watch it too. I haven't seen them yet. So. It's really good. I think I think the first one used to be on Shutter, but then it got moved over to Full Moon Studios because they have the rights to it now. Yeah. Um, I could probably shoot you my Full Moon... Um, account as well because they have a okay. that's also like a, a horror movie and like b movie um streaming service that's really mm-hmm. good uh, i don't know on there as much because shutter has been putting out a lot of good stuff i mean they yeah. have like um they're starting to put out cool like um b style um hp lovecraft like movies and series and stuff which i think is really really cool and i need to check out yeah um, but yeah, there's just so much in the horror world right now, especially this year, with all these awesome movies that are coming out, that it's so hard to keep up on like the older stuff that I want to catch up on, 
but mm-hmm. also need to watch all the new stuff that's coming out so that we can review the newer stuff as well. Yeah. Um, we'll get there. Yeah, so <laughs> we're gonna try to figure out some something, but um, we I think before this, you guys would be seeing our first. I want to say quote unquote live reaction of the Halloween Kills trailer. So that will be coming up before this episode. So um, if you guys are listening to this, make sure you go and watch or listen to our reaction. Um, and we're going to start to do stuff like this to kind of get some more content out to you guys. Because we feel like we're lacking on that end just a little bit. Yeah. But, um, I've been enjoying this whole journey with you, Aaron. And um, too, thank you so much for being a part of this, dude. I I, I know me. I say it a lot, but seriously, thank you for doing this with me. Uh, thank you I, for having me. I love seeing all the stuff through your eyes and like your mm-hmm. um your input. Like on a fresh things. mind, yeah. Yeah, it was like um because you guys will be seeing eventually. I don't know when it's coming out, but um, uh, Dean of the Dead, uh, the hot sass, um, awesome guy that came on earlier on our um podcast i went on his podcast that's brand new that i'm gonna be a co-host on that's gonna be absolutely awesome that will be coming out i think uh mid-july i think that's when he has it planned uh so that's gonna be really fun too so make sure when that drops you got oh no kitty start climbing on the computer that's okay i love cats but they're annoying as hell So yeah, there's a lot of lot of lot of lot of lot of lot of cool shit coming out lately, and um, a lot of things that we're trying to work towards right now. Like we're trying to get kind of recognized a little bit by Liquid Death. So make sure you guys are going to buy some cases. You can go right on their website and get them for fourteen bucks. And if you buy through the website, you guys earn skulls for every dollar yep. you spend, and you get free shit. And literally, yeah, you can buy like two like cases. Stuff. Yeah, buy like two cases, <laughs> and you're able to get a free shirt. It's it's great shit, and um, they have a, a new horror movie coming out. That um, Aaron, I gotta buy you a ticket. I just bought myself a ticket, but I'm gonna reach out to them later to see what I can do. Um, maybe we can get another one to give away or something. We'll see. Mm-hmm. That's gonna be a live stream. I think that's July eleventh. Um, Are you gonna be in town? July eleventh. Um, I think that's next Sunday. Yeah, it's, I think I might. It's at eight p.m. Their okay. live stream for it. Uh, July 11th. I think I uh, come back the 14th. The 14th? So. Well, it's going to be at 8 p.m., so if you have some downtime. Oh, it's yeah. a live stream, and their movie is like uh, 45 minutes. So it's it's oh, okay. it's going to like be really, really film. fun. Yeah, and it's all about liquid death. It's called Dead Till Death. Great title. <laughs> and, Dead um, Till Death. I, I just bought the poster and... Uh, the ticket, I think it was like 20 bucks or something like that. So, uh, if you want that, I'll send you a link. They have a shirt too that's really cool, but a little, um, no, uh, not sponsored, but sponsored segment right there for Liquid Death because they are a great company. And I do have their poster, uh, right, where is it? Right here. If you can see my hand. Uh, doing <laughs> yep. it backwards, like, sucks. Right up there. <laughs> so, um, yeah, they're really, really cool. Uh, before we end this, Aaron, is there anything you want to uh, talk about? Anything that's been you know, driving your pants at all <laughs> that you, <laughs> you want to bring up? Any uh, new music or 
any movies or anything that you want to talk about to let people know to go check out? Uh, did we ever tell them what movies we're going to be doing next? I uh, don't think so. So if you want to go ahead and go ahead and explain what we're going to be doing, go right ahead. All right. So next week we are going to be doing Texas Chainsaw Massacre, right? Yeah. That's... Um. No wait. No, be- is that... that no, we're doing two before that. That's right. My bad. Um, it's okay. There's a lot of movies yeah, we have to I didn't to, spoil like, too summarize. much. <laughs> no, 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 no. No, but we will be doing Jaws for the 4th of July. As a bonus episode for you guys. Um, And we will also be doing... Shit. Sleepaway Sleep Camp. Sleepaway Camp, that's right. Sleepaway um, Camp. I actually... Ah! Everything's fallen. Aaron was with me when I got this, and I finally got it so I can put it on display now for you guys. As I have the survival kit... And signed by Felissa Rose. Um, so I actually have the first three Sleepaway Camp uh, movies in here. I don't have the one after when Felissa came back um, for the Sleepaway Camp series. But um, this is a really rare find. And I bought this at FYE 10 years ago. Maybe even more. Yeah. And I got it on sale for like 12 bucks. And Hell this, yeah. um, if you go on eBay, I was looking at it before shit's going for a lot of money now because you can't find this anywhere and this was sealed mm-hmm. when i got it it says it was used but it wasn't it was completely sealed like someone like got it and was like yeah i'm done with this and just brought it in it's, yeah. it's dvd it's, it's not blu-ray too. yeah and it's signed and it's it's great it says uh to dustin meet me at the waterfront after the social Rose. <laughs> <laughs> and she so was I, super nice too yeah, I can't. I can't wait for that, and um, it's gonna be great. It would be really cool if we could get Felissa on for that, but I think that's probably a, a long shot, especially with it. So like, not not enough time to really reach out to her because she does a lot of stuff like that. But mm-hmm. eventually, I want to start branching out and um, reaching out to some actors and stuff and seeing if we can get them on the podcast. Yeah, definitely. Now that we're um getting up there in numbers and a lot of views and stuff now, so thank yeah. you guys so much for supporting us. Even if you're just listening and you don't want to, you know, go on Patreon or anything like that, you guys just being here, listening or watching the episodes is the number one thing. Don't ever think you have to, you know, give us money or anything because you no. guys just watching well, supports us just enough. Yeah. Uh, we are forever grateful. It already means the world. And um, I think that's about it for this episode. Yeah, I think so. So, um... Thank you guys once again for tuning in. This was the Baron's Hideout Podcast. I'm your host, Dustin. And I'm your co-host, Aaron. We'll see you guys next time. And come listen, if If you you dare. dare.